whatever this is, we've got it. You're listening to the Bearded Theologians podcast hosted by Zach Bechtold and Matt Franks. If you'd like to find out more about the Bearded Theologians, you can go online at beardedtheologians.com. You're listening to the Bearded Theologians hosted by Matt Franks. And Zach Bechtold. Uh, this week on the Bearded Theologians, uh, we're going to talk about uh, Christmas and the question that, as we were kind of kicking around before uh, hand, uh, that Christmas is now over. So now what? So Zach, um, as you think about that question, uh, since Christmas is over, oh no, now what? I lost my headphones. <laughs> I got excited. <laughs> um, so so did you ask me the question of? All right. All right I'll, I'll ask you the question again because then I can edit. Okay. It, so. Cool. Um, so Zach, uh, now that Christmas is over, now what? Well, you know that's that's a tough question because we come off of this high with Christmas and Christmas Eve and the fanfare and the family and the presents and the food and uh, you know we come out of uh, our turkey coma and we go back to work and go back into the real world and uh, you're right. Now what? Um, we had this grand celebration through Advent and with anticipation and, and expectation into Christmas Eve and, the, and, and Christmas Day. This year was a Sunday, so I hope all of you got to celebrate that in church uh, and at the very least with family. Um, and so there's this, this big fanfare and, and excitement leading up to that, and then we get to Christmas Day, and then, and then what do we do after that? Um, but the thing about it is um, Christmas goes much longer um, than just Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. Um, you know, a lot of traditions will celebrate the 12 days of Christmas leading up to Epiphany where the wise men or the Magi, however you like to, uh, to frame that, come and, and visit Jesus and bring them gifts of gold and myrrh and frankincense and um you know those are kind of the 12 days of christmas but what do we what do we do with all of that do we just leave christmas where it is on the 25th or do we take that feeling of of excitement and excitement and anticipation that that hope peace love and joy that we've talked about all over uh the advent do we take that into the rest of the year do we just let it die with christmas Maybe that was poor choice of phrasing. Do we just leave it alone at Christmas and move on with our lives into our New Year's resolutions and then into uh, to Lent? Um, you know, so what do we what do we do with that? I guess I didn't really answer that question. I just proposed it back to you. <laughs> yeah, as, as as we've been thinking about that and having the conversation of um, Christmas is over now, what? Um, just opened up. Uh, my Bible and kind of was like, so what's the next story? Um, you know, we, we get the announcement from the shepherds and, and, and the Magi come into the, to the story and the turtle doves and, and, and all that jazz. And then uh, we find, uh, uh, you know, in Luke uh, 225 where he goes and meets uh, Simeon and mm-hmm. uh, Simeon has the opportunity to, you know, he has this experience of Jesus, um, and and I love this line. This is uh, verse twenty nine. Uh, now, Master, let your servant go in peace according to your word, because my eyes have seen your salvation. You prepared this salvation in the presence of all peoples. It's a light for your revelation to the Gentiles, and a glory for your people Israel. And I think that like if we've had this experience at Christmas, I hope in prayer is always that 
you were propelled to go deeper in your discipleship. And, um, you know, that's, that's where I think that the next Sunday, at least in, in my local church is going to be, um, we're doing a covenant renewal service. And so you have this high, um, you have this high moment of, of Christmas and Chris, or Christmas Eve and Christmas day. And then the next Sunday we're doing a covenant renewal service to uh, renew the covenant in which we've made with God, uh, to be faithful to God and to the church. Um, and I'm going to use the Wesleyan, uh, prayer for that and have my congregants uh, sign uh, the covenant and take it home with them so they can see it and remind themselves. And then that next Sunday, the, um, the second Sunday is always known as baptism of the Lord. And that's the second Sunday after epiphany. And mm-hmm. you know, uh, if, if you follow the lectionary, you'll see uh, really how, what could be next. And, you know, we start with uh, a renewal and we talk about covenant and why that that's important. And then we move into the baptism of Jesus and we really should remember our baptisms and, and, and what does that mean for us and how we live out our life or our faith. And, and I think that that's what it is. The now what is, is if you've had this experience, how do you respond? Um, and, and I would even encourage you, you know, then, you know, dive further in the scripture. You look at Luke four and you see Jesus's, uh, thesis of who he is and what he's here to do. Um, I mean, and if you continue along reading through scripture, you'll really get a sense of what Jesus came to do. And that if, if we take that, uh, in this time of, of epiphany and, and help us get towards Lent, it will really help us focus on the full cycle of the importance of the incarnation of Jesus. No, I think you're right. Um, it, it's, it's moving on and, in and doing something with it. Um, I was talking to somebody earlier, uh, last week, um, uh, you know, they were getting ready for Christmas Eve. They had family and friends coming in and, and they, I, I, it wasn't just this person. I've had several people make the comment of, you know, it's not Christmas until we have that Christmas Eve service. It just makes, makes the season. And, and it does. And, and for a lot of people it does, but it's, what do we do with that? Is that just a church service that we go to and it's nice and we sing silent night, we have communion and, and we leave by candlelight, or is it actually something that we take into our hearts that we take into Christmas day and beyond that we live those stories out and, and let that spark our discipleship that that spark us digging a little deeper of, Oh, what's the next story? Oh, what happened next? You know, Oh, it's the epiphany. It's, it's baptism. It's this. Um, and then how do we carry that into our own life? Remembering our own baptism, remembering who we are in Christ and what we're called to do in our journeys. Um, you know, Christmas, uh, Advent and Christmas and this time of year, it is the time to go back and, and redo that. You know, we're all uh, likely about to make some New Year's resolutions that we're going to gladly give up in about three or four weeks uh, and <laughs> move on to something else. Um, but why not let this start something that isn't a resolution, something that isn't uh, a promise, but it, let it start discipleship. Uh, let it spark in us digging in deeper um, to to our calling into, into scripture, into God's words, however that may be for you. What if that's the answer to now what? Is digging deeper. And maybe that's where we, we let it lie. Is it, um, if, if you had a Christmas experience, um, the response is to live it out um, and, and to not hold it in and, and you know, okay. 
can use that hide it under a bushel uh, thing. If, if we had such a great response at, at Christmas time, um, and you know, if if you've got questions on how to live that out, you know, seek a pastor of your local church and and ask them because there are pastors that are looking for people who have had an experience that that. I uh, want to help people flesh that out. Um, and I know like I'm one of them, like I'm mm-hmm. you know, anybody that is willing to help in some way, shape or form, I, I will help you connect and make that next step. And, um, you know, as we look forward uh, for the bearded theologians in dis- in January, we're going to be spending uh, some time on discipleship. And, um, and so I'm kind of excited about that. And it's kind of cool how this conversation has been steered in that direction where like we've talked about Advent and so now what are now what is discipleship and that if we've had a great experience at Christmas Eve, a, a moving experience that, that, that uh, experience demands a response uh, to us and our faith. And so um, encourage us to, to think about, you know, what are some next steps that we could take um, in our journeys? No, I, I agree. I would much rather have, um, these types of conversations and discipleship and learning and growing deeper and trying to find ways for people to individually do that and do it in your way and not my way or anybody else's way, but find a way that works for you. I would much rather have that conversation than like 90% of the other conversations that I have to have. These conversations are fun. I mean, it's, it's exactly why you and I wanted to create this space was to come and have this conversation and to let people be involved with that. And I know, um, the majority of your local pastors out there in your churches would want to have this conversation with you as well. Um, so know that you have those avenues and, and don't be afraid to go talk to your pastor. Don't be afraid to come and have the conversation with us or, or whomever uh, is in your life that could offer that spiritual direction. Um, because it's, it's needed. We, we need to hear these conversations and these stories and in things where you've experienced Christ too, because my gosh, that, that helps us keep going, doing what we're doing. Um, knowing that, that people are hearing, uh, you know, and experience Christ in a new way that they'd never have before. That's, that is always fun. That is always fun. This will be our last podcast, uh, for the 2016 year. And, uh, it's, you didn't create enough of a pause there. This will be our last podcast for 2016. (laughs) (laughs) You gotta create some drama. (laughs) No, I want to, uh, I want to drive enthusiasm and like, man, they're going to have more or, oh man, they're going to have more. Oh man, they're going to have more. That's going to be it. <laughs> uh, but um, as I said earlier, uh, we've got some really great things planned uh, for yeah. the next three months and I'm really excited about this and, and some of the things and people that are going to be writing for the blog and uh, a lot of the people that we're pr- going to try to have on as guests. Um, and mm-hmm. so we want to encourage you to, to keep on listening, uh, keep on sharing and um, keep on supporting us uh, in whatever way. It's if it's buying a sticker or buying a coffee mug uh, and uh, realize that um, the more you can be a part of this conversation, uh, the more it helps our conversation continue to grow. And, um, and so, you know, this has been a great year uh, in a lot of ways uh, in some ways, not so much. Uh, but um, as we, we uh, the bearded theologians look back on this, this has been a stellar year for us uh, getting off the ground and taking us in places and directions uh, we never thought possible. Uh, Zach and I were actually looking back at a few uh, beard casts uh, of old and, Thank you guys uh, for sticking with us. Uh, man, we <laughs> have some definite growing pain. We have grown so much. But I want to encourage you, uh, if if you want to kind of see where we've gone and where we've been, the, the way I would suggest you listening to us is listen to the last month. So start with today and work your way mm-hmm. backwards. And then, you know, 
slowly go on YouTube and watch some of those older beard casts because some of them are really good. Uh, some of the interviews they're pretty good. Had, uh, the one with yeah. Bishop Harvey and with Hannah Bonner mm-hmm. and um, with Jeffrey Parker and, and Jeffrey Parker from Upper Room, yeah, yeah. Um, we, we and Rob Riders and um, all those people mm-hmm. that uh, we've interviewed. Um, you know, even the holy uh, humor conversation that we had uh, with <laughs> oh, Jeremy, Jeremy Shanks. Yeah. Uh, that one's fun. It was a great one. And, and we've had uh, some great writing too. And so yes. uh, we're going to have some more uh, in the future. And we just want to encourage you to continue to be a part of us. And so we thank you for uh, all that you've done for us. That's right. Yeah, we, we appreciate you. We couldn't do it without you. We would still do it, but we couldn't do it as well without you. So um, know that you all who listen to us uh, each and every week or once a month or just just once. It doesn't really matter that you all are near and dear to our heart. We love having the conversation with you. Uh, so join us in those ways. Read the blogs from our contributors, download the podcast, share it with your friends because that's the only other way that it gets out there. We, we can only share it so much between us. Uh, if you guys would share it on your, on your social medias page, tell your friends about it. Um, but know that every way that you support us, whether it's listening or buy, sub, buying something, 100% of it goes back into putting more content online, uh, putting more um, downloadable podcasts on iTunes and Google Play and all of these things um, that, that, that require a little bit of money and funding. So know that we appreciate everything that you've done to get us here in the, in the year 2016. Thanks for journeying on with us uh, and being in life with us and, and going through uh, the stuff that we went through this year um, and being in the conversation. That's what we value the most. Um, so we want to, we would just want to say thank you. And we also need to say thank you to our wives um, for allowing us to do this. <laughs> um, and, and for being wonderful guests yes. from time to time. They, uh, they play along with They're uh, adorable people. They have saints, if uh, you will. Uh, <laughs> Actually, has been called a saint by a few people. Um, and rightfully so. <laughs> rightfully so. Um, but I know uh, we should give them thanks, too, because they do put up with the Absolutely. that we have. Um, they do. They do. They're wonderful. Wonderful yeah, that, wives it, and partners people it, to journey with. Even though we know they're not going to listen to this part. <laughs> oh, no. No, they, they were totally done after like a minute and a half. <laughs> um, but on behalf of the Bearded Dealers, love us. Uh, Thank you so much for listening. Uh, I'm Matt Frank. I'm Zach Bechtold. And we will see you next year. We hope you've enjoyed the conversations that we've had today on the Bearded Theologians Beardcast, and we'd encourage you to continue those conversations online at beardedtheologians.com or on our Facebook page. We also hope that you pick up a couple of coffee mugs to uh, satisfy your coffee mug collection. Mine still has that new mic smell. Mine smells like baby farts and Cheetos. Oh, nice.